Hi. Hi. <laughs> Long time no see. Yeah. That's what I got for you. Well, Do you want to talk about season two? I guess we could talk <laughs> about it. I don't know. We're not going to include anything we just talked about. Our listeners will never know about this <laughs> private conversation. <laughs> da, 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 da. Basically, <laughs> it's slim pickings out there for the single ones. And I feel your pain. I'm very sorry. And yeah. yeah we're we very lucky. Very lucky. <laughs> In some ways. Other ways, you know. Oh, the fantasy of just living in a house in the woods with a couple of dogs is okay, too. <laughs> I mean, I would add cats, but yeah, sure. <laughs> I would have dogs and I would have a little cabin in the woods. I just have this fantasy. Like, I've had it since I was a kid walking around with, like, just an extra large sort of sleep shirt and wool socks with my hair up in a bun and I'm having coffee and I'm in the middle of nature with my dogs and it just feels like so nice. Maybe one day I'll have a house like that. eh? Oh, you will for sure. That sounds like a dream. I, I would love to do. retire. I kind of already have that though. Right. So well, in New Brunswick and Planitza. Yeah. Too many of. people. It's too people-y. <laughs> So there's a lot of people at Planitza. <laughs> Unless you're in Dome 1. Yes. That's where all the old people are. So yeah, they're all dying there. off slowly. <laughs> Basically. Leaving their, leaving their rooms to their children and grandchildren. Wow. <laughs> and everyone else is like, please give me a room. Your kid doesn't even come up ever. Shall we welcome all our listeners into this special, special, special episode of Squidcast? I'm Kelly. Yes. <laughs> I'm Brittany. And today we are doing something a little different. We are going to be having a little fun discussing uh, Bones season two. So we're going to sort of talk about season two, our thoughts, our feelings, our prayers about season two. And we're going to, you know, talk about our favorite things, our least favorite things. And we're going to also play a couple of games, which we absolutely, I'm so excited about the games. I am so excited. It's going to be great. <laughs> Brittany is not excited because the last <laughs> time I made her play a game, she <laughs> barely got any of the questions right. And it, but it was, I'm like Dory from no. Finding Nemo. <laughs> it was so funny. I thought it was so funny. I gave you such a Zach's time. last name is Addy. <laughs> Addy. <laughs> I will never forget it again. What's Cam's last name though? Theroyan. Okay, you're yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> How do you spell Boreanis? <laughs> okay, that's where we draw the line. Okay, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Is it his mother or father that's part Slovenian? It's his mother. Oh, <laughs> I think. Paying attention, are you? I've been studying. I guess so. <laughs> you are really prepared. This is so funny. Anyway, I guess <laughs> we're just going to talk about season two. We have some things like both Brittany and I have been working on lists of our favorite things or our impressions about certain subjects. 
We have not shared any of this stuff yet. This is going to be our first time sharing. So we're going to maybe agree on some stuff and probably disagree on some things. So that'll maybe. be the fun a part. A couple things. That'll be the fun part. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I think it's funny when it's better. It sparks good discussion, you know, when you don't agree about something. I think. Oh, for sure. Especially these subjects. Holy. So, yeah, we have some good ones. Yeah, we do. Do you want to get started? Yeah, let's get. So I'm just going to throw this out there to you. What's your um, general feeling or synopsis about season two? What are your feelings? I thought overall... It was entertaining, but it was not my favorite season of Bones, I would say. Oh, a candle. The ambiance. Sorry. <laughs> Kelly lit a candle. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I thought we, we it was an important season. We got introduced to a lot of cool characters. Um, I really love Cam, which is a lot different than when we talked about it at the talked about her at the very beginning when we were f- first introduced to her mm-hmm. um i love the way that they are developing running and booth's relationship mm-hmm. i could have done without the sully storyline honestly i am a lifelong fan of bones and i had forgotten that that relationship existed <laughs> <laughs> and I love, which is the opposite of you, and I'm so sorry, how they have developed the Hodgins and Angela relationship and made them into <laughs> made them into great, actually very fun, interesting characters. So it's important that you can hear me barfing right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of cool stuff to unpack, lots of great like great season. It's a great season overall, I would say. But individually, there were some bombs of episodes. They were not good. (laughs) But overall, if you look at the big picture, it was good. How about you? How do you feel? I don't think it was a great season. I don't. I think most of the episodes (laughs) were duds. And I mean. The disagreements start already. I'm just like, (laughs) I was looking. No, but when I was going through all this stuff, I was realizing how many of the episodes were absolutely like head scratchers like what the hell are we doing here um okay i love obviously booth and brennan um like the way the evolution i just feel like it shouldn't have started the way it did in season two like the way it started was just so antagonistic and all this stuff i didn't think it should have started like that personally I think they should have just gone right into the way they were and at the end of season one and then maybe create that conflict when Sully came along like they did. It would seem more realistic. You know what I mean? To me, anyway. Yeah. Regardless. It was a bit of a jump. It was like a weird... It took a, a few, a while, for them to get back in the groove. And when they did, it was amazing. You know how I feel about Hodges and Angela. We're going to talk about it some more. I'm never <laughs> going to stop talking about the sham that is this relationship. The sham, scam, fram, flim, flam of this fucking relationship. I just cannot, cannot abide. I love it. I will not abide. Regardless. Um, 
I loved, uh, obviously, Cam is one of my heroes. I think she's phenomenal. The Tamara Taylor, the actress, is so, you know, obviously, you know, objectively beautiful, but she's also, like, really funny and smart, and I think she's, like, a great addition. As much as I miss Dr. Goodman, Cam has added a different, obvious, like, dynamic and chemistry. And, you know, here's hoping... That she gets to have a relationship at some point. I think it'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, I think the addition of her character is really good. She does, this actress is phenomenal. She does such a good job with the character. Do you know she's in Serenity, Um, right? No. Serenity is the movie that's based on Firefly. And I watch that movie every time I go to New Brunswick. I have the DVD. I have many, I have hundreds of DVDs down there that I watch. Like, I love watching movies. And Serenity is one that I watch over and over and over again. Like, you know, when you don't know what to watch, you put something on that it's comforting and, like, familiar and fun. And Serenity's, she is, like, in the very beginning of the movie, she's part of, like, I don't know, it's like a flashback to when River is in school and she's, like, a teacher uh, for River, the character, when she's a child. Anyway, I was like, oh, my God, look, it's Cam. (laughs) what yeah. did you notice that it was her before no because i never watched bones before so um yeah no it's wonderful wonderful she's so great that's wild yeah it is pretty wild yeah, she's awesome i see her every now and then in different stuff you know like it's pretty cool i think i don't know if i've ever seen her in anything else what she's it would been be cool to see so all these actors yeah. She's been in so many things. Let me look at her IMDb just because okay. we look at everybody else's IMDb. And then we're going to move forward to sure. the big fat topic I think that's going to take us a bit of time. And I, <laughs> I'm i excited I don't to know. hear what you have to say I'm about set this. in stone. I have a list. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's just start then. Um, the next subject we're going to discuss is ranking the relationships. Any relationship at all on the show, I want you to give me how many did you come up with and what were your rankings? I want you to just Why go through the list. Numbers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I have eleven. Oh, I've got twelve. Very good. Okay. All right. All right. I wonder if all we right. have similar people. Yeah. So I think that so number one, obviously. Number one. Obviously. Yes. Booth and Brennan uh, is obviously number one. Number two. Are we in agreement? Uh, yes. 100%. Booth and Caroline. Booth and Caroline. Oh, I am obsessed with that relationship. I love their friendship. Aww. I love everything about it. I love the way he calls, she calls him Cherie. I know you love And it. the way he pushes back with her. <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> I love their friendship so much. Who was your number two? I didn't even think of Caroline. I feel terrible. That's bad. Wow, that's a good one. No. My second one is Booth and Gordon Gordon. I didn't even put him. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. We both, we have completely different ones that don't overlap at all. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Number three, Zach and Hodgins. Okay. Until the last episode. Okay. That's where we cut off what's your number three cam and booth that's my number five. Ooh, well i have a zach and hodgins too but they're further down the list 
Okay. Yes. Okay. Which... Number four, I put <laughs> my number four is not going to be the same as yours. No. What is it? <laughs> Do you want to know? I think I know what it is, but what is it? You're going to hang up on me. <laughs> Hodgins and Angela. <laughs> They're way Did down. Did you even on have my them list. on your list? They're down on the bottom of my list. Because I have to acknowledge this your number in a four relationship. Uh, Rebecca and Booth. <laughs> okay. I put them as number six. Ooh. They have a great co-parenting relationship, and I love that. Especially because they don't have anything on Stick. paper. It's pretty good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was number four. No, I should have numbered these. I just have them as bullet points. Uh, Cam and Booth is my number five, as I oh, said. Who's your number five? Cam and Brennan. Oh, I didn't put that on the list. Yes, yeah, so I'm talking about any relationship, right? Like any oh. friendship. Work, oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, wait. Yes. No, never mind. Cam and Brennan is my number three, six, eight. Okay. okay. Cam and Brennan okay. is number eight. Okay. Sorry, I forgot. Okay. Okay. I, why are there not numbers? But why did I leave these as bullet points? This is not I helpful. Don't know, so. <laughs> Mine are all numbered. Everything on my list is numbered. I'm like trying to count down the list. Where okay, six, six. Goose and Rebecca, I put as six. I put Zach, but and you Hodges. had a different six. I had Zach and Hodges as six. Okay. Yes. Okay. Here's where. It okay, gets so our, crazy. our top six was pretty similar. Yes, but here's where it goes crazy. So here, what's number seven for you? Brennan and Sully. They're further down the list for me, honestly. I have uh, Howard Epps and Brennan. And I have an honorable mention as well, but go on. Okay. I put, I didn't have Epps. <laughs> I'm so curious. I did not put Epps and Brennan on here. Uh-huh. I put Cam and Brennan was my next one, which you already knew. Yeah. And then Epson Caroline is my next one. Oh, really? So wait a minute. What number is that? Seven or eight? That would be number. So why are these not numbered? Three, six, nine. That's number nine. How is that number nine? What was your number seven? Was my number Sully? Sully? Brennan Brennan and Sully. What was your eight? Then Cam and Brennan. Cam Cam and and Brennan. Eight. I have Howard Epson Caroline. Epson Caroline. I have Howard Epson Caroline as my eight. Okay. And then Howard. Okay, we're not that we're not that far off. Then Howard Epson Booth as nine. So I have Howard Epson as having relationships with four people actually. (laughs) What? Okay. I want you should take over at this point. Number ten. I think one of them on your on the on my list deserves to be said by you because you came up with it and i think it's hilarious oh really <laughs> about larry oh god <laughs> <laughs> i did that as an honorable mention because i have howard epps and his mother as relationship number 10 <laughs> and uh 11 and 12 so 11 is brennan and sully and 12 is hodgins and angela so they're like lower on the list because i don't like those relationships so it starts with like my favorite relationships and goes to the worst yes but my honor- my worst one okay what's your worst one 
sorry, even after your honorable mention, I put it lower than that, is Max Keenan and Brennan. Oh, sick burn, Brittany. Wow. Yes. This is from a real even lower than Larry. Wow. (laughs) No, my honorable mention was actually Oliver Laurier. I had completely forgotten about Larry and his wives. But I remembered Oliver Laurier and Brennan because he was that fan who was like obsessed with her in season one and he came back in season two and fainted. And I love that. He's guy. my, I love him. He's my favorite guest star. Yes. He's on, <laughs> anyway, don't get ahead of ourselves, but I'm sorry. Definitely up there as one of my season favorites for sure. All right. So the other. Yeah, other honorable mention, which Kelly came up with earlier, yes. but it was not included in our list, <laughs> is Larry and his two wives and his girlfriend. <laughs> From? Great, great relationship. Truth and the lie. <laughs> Truth and the lie. Oh, my god. Yeah, that was funny. I just, anyway. I said that as a joke. <laughs> I put it in there, and then I put Max specifically below. I can't believe that you did that. I didn't even put him on the list at all. Wow. I was not thinking. I was so heavily obsessed with Howard Epps that I was just thinking about him the whole time and didn't even think of Max. Him and his mother and Brennan. Brennan and Booth and his wife. <laughs> and his wife. <laughs> oh, R.I.P. to his wife. R.I.P. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, what do we got next, Brittany? Episode had the best skeleton. <laughs> but it's so obvious. If we don't have the same one, I'm going to be disappointed. Oh, this is fun. I have three. <laughs> oh, I just put one. But I have this, one in particular. It, is... I have one in particular. <laughs> there is one. Number one. <laughs> tell me what it is. What is yours? No, you tell me. It's obviously the glowing bones in the old stone house. No. They're glowing bones. No. no. That was my third skeleton. No. What's your first? (laughs) Oh. Girl in Sweet 2103. The one in the chandelier. Up in the chandelier. Okay. Yeah. Okay. that's good, but I stand. I stand by my no, choice the of the glowing bones. I also had the, the boneless. Who was your number two? Boneless bride in the river. I that was. I was gonna actually write that down, but then I was like, "But she had no bones <laughs> when they found her." You're right. <laughs> Does that count? But I just that episode was so funny because they were like bones, and it was just it was funny. Yeah. I have a guest star, favorite guest star from that episode as well. Anyway. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Okay. Our next thing. What's next? Okay. I wrote down. I don't know how best to say this, but I wanted to know your best or favorite. (laughs) Not favorite, but the the best deaths. (laughs) Okay. So I misunderstood this question. And I put like the best way to die would be out of all the victims. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And I was thinking that the the most pain, like the least painful Mm. one, 
would be being poisoned by my mother's AIDS medication. Mm-hmm. I feel like because you would just like just <laughs> fall into a trance and and just slip away. I'll look at the stars. It would be painless. Yes, yes. <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. Stargazer in episode 21. You are brave. Uh, brave. Brave. That was a terrible season finale, but that's yes. Uh, I think maybe being poisoned. Poisoned by would be a... old medication. Old medication. <laughs> yeah. That was my number one. What's yours? Uh, okay. I have four. It had nothing to do with what are your four? the easiest way to go. It was the most like kind of sensational, like wild ways to die. Okay. Okay. I wrote down truth and the lie. Larry, who was all gloopy in the tub. Number two was girl in the gator because she was eaten by an alligator eventually after whatever. Judas yeah. on a pole was horrific because the he the people got absolutely horrific gutted and lit on fire. And then number four was Caroline Epps's head in the fridge in Man in the Cell. Oh my god! We may have to cut this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Caroline. Listen, <laughs> so sad. Poor Caroline. Poor Caroline. All right. She was just trying to get away, trying to live with her new boyfriend. Gary. Enjoy life. <laughs> I don't know how someone goes from being married to a serial killer and choosing to. Like, he didn't start serial killing before she met him. No. <sighs> like, he was doing it and convicted yeah. when the, when she, they when they met. And how does that guy she's dating not know who the fuck she is? Yeah. No. This is why you do a little background check. Like, they always <laughs> post pictures of women that marry prisoners. Like, they would always... Yeah. That's a huge case. It'd be like, Howard Epps gets married. Like, it would be in the papers. It'd be everywhere. For sure. CP24, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> At least on the bottom. Our local the Toronto... Uh, yes. Howard Epps gets married. Local serial killer okay. gets married. <laughs> If you want to see pictures, go online. <laughs> um, okay, what do we got? Okay, the grossest grossest scene, I think, is a slam dunk. You've actually already mentioned it. Yeah. Um, definitely the body dissolved in a bathtub. Yes. In Truth and the Lie. That is disgusting. Larry the electrician gloop. I called him gloop a lot, I think. <laughs> gloop so, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Brittany and I agree. Brittany and I agree. <laughs> It is, uh, mark, mark this time down. <laughs> I also wrote down the Judas on a pole burning bodies thing. I thought it was pretty gross. Oh, yeah. And honorable mention is yeah. um, the killer on the concrete where he was buried alive in the concrete. It's like horrific. That's what Mark, that's what Mark's was. I was going through this with Mark and he was like, the guy that had the concrete down his throat. Oh my god! Like he was literally buried alive. We should I was put like, that. Oh, yeah, the, I forgot about that. That should be with the best mode of death. Maybe most sensational or yeah. most grossest way to die. Yeah, exactly. Not the least painful way. <laughs> anyway, the scariest slash creepiest episode I think is obvi- also obvious. Is that what's next? Yes. I think so. I don't know, though. Let's see, because I think you and I have different what? ideas about this. I know what you're going to say. 
What am I going to say? You're going to say headless witch in the woods. Yes. <laughs> you, that's not what you're choosing. It's like literally Blair Witch Project. The way that the killer justifies killing his brother was so creepy. That was so crazy. Oh my God. That was just. What do you think is the scariest slash creepiest? I think it's pretty scary to be buried alive in a par. Oh, yeah. And I thought the man in the cell was kind of like scary slash creepy because like of how much like Cam almost died in that one. And Zach yeah. almost and died. Howard Epps was really creepy. He was like a really wildly creepy. Yeah, he was he was a wild serial killer guy. He was nasty. Yeah. Those are those are my choices. Cause I knew you would say Headless Witch in the Woods. But you know how much I laughed at that episode. That was so funny. And I was like, this is terrifying. I'm never going to sleep again. And you were like, this was hilarious. What a good thigh slapper. <laughs> the scene with the girl in the, psych- oh the psychological hospital. I laughed so much. You were all weird. Do make me relive this. <laughs> you were so scared of that. And I was laughing so much. Oh my god okay i'm not sleeping tonight again i guess um, okay what's your funniest episode funniest episode did i put that in there? i did not do a funniest oh, episode i'm sorry i can think of it though let me think no it's okay let me think okay funniest episode if you don't know the name just describe let the me plot list i have two i'm trying to think This is an afterthought. I guess I didn't share this. The woman in the sand. Yes, we. Agree. I think is pretty funny. We agree. Yes, <laughs> that was a great you episode. Know what? I was thinking about like some of these ones that we forgot about. I was like, that was actually pretty good. Like it was pretty funny. And then I thought Boneless Bride in the River was kind of funny too. Like a lot of it was unintentionally pretty funny. Like that <laughs> the guy Daniel who was like the Asian weaponry parkour dude made me laugh. Yeah. And um uh what else was there? The go the Chinese lady who had the bones on her mantle and the way that Brennan spoke Chinese to her. It was just it was really funny. And they were like, you speak you Chinese? Speak Chinese. Oh just that whole okay. thing was funny. It's not this the episode itself was not funny, but there were the fact that Okay, the man in the mansion. Oh my god, was hilarious <laughs> because they kept showing these pictures of Hodgins. Oh my god, and like none of them were actually Hodgins. It was so <laughs> bad, and that whole thing but, where the woman was still in the house, where there was a disgusting crime scene, and I was talking yes. about all the flies. I was like, "There's like dead, dead person detritus here. Like, no. why are you living in this house?" And she's so rich. She could easily go and like go rent an Airbnb hotel, and be perfectly man. fine. Go hotel. Yes. Oh my God. No. Okay. Okay. I have next on my list, I have favorite guest stars. Do you want to talk favorite guest stars? Yes. I have five. Okay. I have six plus an honorable mention. 
I have a feeling a lot of ours overlap. Maybe I, so I already mentioned Oliver Laurier. I'm gonna just actor's name is Chris Connor. Right. So I'm just gonna go through my list quick, and then you, then you. Yes. Can... Okay. You go through, and let's see if they match. Number one, Heath Freeman as Howard Epps. It's my favorite. Yes. Ditto. Number two. This is not going to be the same as yours. His name is Ray Weiss, and he played the fixer in Titan on the Tracks. Because not a I like that actor. <laughs> Three. Okay. Nelson Lee, who played Agent Zhang in Woman in the Sand. Okay. Also not on my list. <laughs> Number four. There were several in this one episode. Including Chris Connor, who played Oliver Laurier, but the guy who played Hank, the assistant, his name is Jonathan Slavin. The woman who played the publicist, Ellen, I loved her. I thought she was amazing. She was so funny the way she walked in and told Brennan to quit her job all the time just because she had a successful book. And as I said, Chris Connor as Oliver Laurier was yes, a resistance. He was amazing. Five. Yeah. Michael Paul Chan, who played Professor Xi John Chen in Boneless Bride in the River. Yeah. And number six was AJ Buckley from Glowing Bones in the Old Stone House. Now, I have an honorable mention. Okay. Who's your honorable mention? Eric Stone Street. Yes. He showed up twice. He's on my list. Twice. He did. We didn't mention yeah. him. We didn't mention him. He was in the finale. We no, didn't. we didn't mention him at all in the finale, but he was in the finale as well. What? And I looked it up. Modern yeah. Family started two years after those this season aired. Really? Yeah, he wasn't on Modern Family oh, I didn't yet. I realized that. So he wasn't famous no. yet, basically. That's wild. Yeah, he was in two episodes. He was in Boneless Bride in the River and the finale. Yes. So he was a working actor um, that would go on strike right now because he wasn't getting enough fucking money to survive. Yeah, that's so crazy right oh, now. What's going on? So wild. Honestly, good for them. You know what? It was good uh, for them for striking. Have you seen uh, Leslie Jones? You know who she is from Saturday Night Live? Yeah. She's online talking about the strike because people are giving her the gears about it. Like how, oh, you're a millionaire, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, but it took me like 47 years to like get to this place. I worked my ass off to get here. A, B, most people don't make it. Most people are just working and barely getting by and getting screwed over. And she said everyone in the world should be angry, not just actors and writers, but everyone should be mad yeah. because we're getting fleeced. We're getting fleeced by these huge yeah. corporations and it's ridiculous that people aren't more in solidarity, standing in solidarity with people in these situations. Yeah. It's nice to see the big name actors actually. I've seen a couple. Uh, Simu Liu also um, said that he was striking with them and was explaining why. Yeah. It's good to see them standing up as well. I'm also, okay. I only had two overlapping. Okay. My two overlapping were Howard Epps and Eric Stone Street. Right. Um, he was just like a DC cop, so he didn't have a. I can't call him by his character name. That's Mandy Patinkin. You know who Mandy Patinkin is. Yeah, Princess you Bride. Killed... You killed residuals. Yeah, 
residuals prepare to pay. pay. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So my other three, in case you wanted to know, are Dr. Gordon Wyatt. Oh my God. He was in three episodes. I can't believe. (laughs) You know what? I felt he was a series regular. I didn't think he was a guest star, you know? And the other person who is technically, she's not a series regular yet at this point. She was just a guest star is Caroline Julian. I added her as well. Patricia Belcher. And we already talked about Oliver Laurier. So I guess three out of five were matching. But then Caroline's husband, who was played by Eddie Hudson from friggin'. Yes. Ghostbusters. You'd be a good one to add. would be great to add as a guest star. But yeah, I didn't include Gordon Gordon or Caroline because they were regulars. So I didn't think to do that. Yeah. Yeah. They were each on three episodes. Excuse me. Which actually, so they were on three episodes. I did not include Sully on my list, but he was on, he was only in four episodes. Sully? They were back to back, but he was only in four. Yeah. He was only in four episodes. Wow. Which is crazy. But I know. Anyway, want to play a game? Do you want to play a game? Would you like to play a game? <laughs> All right. This is a game that I set up that you will not succeed at. <laughs> Setting me up for not failure. Because you can't succeed, <laughs> but because no one would succeed at this. It was just hilarious. It's a multiple choice. It's multiple choice questions. <laughs> Okay, I'm ready. So it's a crapshoot. You <laughs> could pick one of three of each of these. Okay. Okay. I have six six okay. questions. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. <clears throat> First question. <laughs> How many victims are there of blunt force trauma in this season? Is it A? Okay. Three. B? Five. Or C? Two. C. Two. I don't know if. Who are our victims? I don't know who you, if you can hear. <laughs> I can't hear you clapping, but I appreciate it. Yeah. Clap, 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 oh, clap, clap. Oh, I didn't write down. Whistle, whistle. I didn't write down the victims. I'm sorry. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. I know Larry was one of them because he fell backwards on the light box, the electrical thing. Remember? Before yeah. Before they yes. went all gloopy. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Poor, poor Larry, but also not Larry. He did his wife's dirt. Carry on. That guy, the 35-year-old <laughs> man that looked 50. Anyway, question number two. It's a multiple choice. And the question is, how many children were subjects of investigation in this season? Ugh. Is it A, six, B, four, or C, two? Okay. Mother and child in the bay. Then the one in the last episode. What are my options again? What are the numbers? Four. I'm going to go with four. Your answer is B. Four. Is that correct? Is that your final answer? Four. That's my final <gasps> answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay. There's mother and child in the yes. bay. The boy in the shroud. Yes. All good. You considered him a child. He's a teenager, yeah. but he's still, still counts. Child. Okay. Yes. The girl with the curl. Yes. And then the last lady who was old, but she was young. The stargazer. Technically, you're right. I should have only been three. No, she was. Right? But she's technically. She's like, she was over. Was, how old was she? She wasn't 20 something, was she? I can't remember. She was a child. We're going with a child. <laughs> I, You and I both okay. got it wrong and we got it I'm, right. There you go. I'm, there we go. Done. Okay, now we get into the fun <laughs> stuff. Ready? Multiple choice. Okay, ready. Question. How many times is Dr. Gordon Wyatt referred to as Gordon Gordon? <laughs> Either by okay. himself or another character. Is it A, three, B, six, or C, ten? Ten. Final answer. C. Is that your final answer? Final answer. Ten. Wonk, 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 wonk. The answer is B. Six times. Six times. I should have gone with six. Okay. I'm two for three. <laughs> okay. Next question. Are you ready? You're doing really well. You're doing really well. I'm ready. I'm ready. How many times does Cam say, how am I doing? In the first episode of season oh. two. Okay. I'm ready. Is it A, four, B, okay. two, or C, one? Two. Final answer. Yay! Yay! <laughs> you are so killing it. You love. If you said three, if you gave three as an option, yeah, you might have said three. I probably would have gone for that. <laughs> if four seemed like too many, yeah, and one seemed like too little. All right, you ready for this? Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. You're winning. Drum roll, You're please. You're winning. <laughs> You're winning. You've got, you only got one wrong so far. It's excellent. Okay. Not bad. Excellent. I'm doing much better with multiple choice. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Next question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. How many times does Angela call Brennan sweetie? Is it A? Oh. Great question. Three times. Is it B once or is it C five times? This feels like a trick question. Three final answer. I wanted to say five, but I was like, it sounds like too much. She said it a lot in season one. Yeah, a ton. Way less in season two. That's why she was more palatable. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> okay, last question. Okay, you last are question. Batting a thousand here. You're doing great. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Last question. How many times 
Don't you love like everything's like how many times? I was gonna do like how long I love how it. How long, you know, did Booth hold his sugar over his coffee? Like that kind of stuff. But anyway, how many times <laughs> does Booth say simmer down in season two? Oh. Is it A once? Is it B three times? Or is it C six times? Six times. A. One. Oh! Final answer. <laughs> the answer is B. Three times. Three times. Three times. Really? I don't remember him saying that I know, at all. He didn't say it as much as he did last season. Unfortunately. That's so funny. I love it when he says that. <laughs> that's why i say it all that's the time awesome. all right that was a great that was quiz. My quiz i love I it i hope that it was fun for you it was very it fun. was so silly <laughs> i liked it oh my god <laughs> okay okay we have more things to discuss about season Which... two so now the next thing we're going to yes. cover is what are we doing what was the best directed episode or slash your favorite director is if if they directed more than one episode. Oh, okay. I have a clear favorite. How many do you have? I have one. Oh, and he directed two episodes. Oh. I have three. Yeah. I wonder if ours. Okay, you go. I wonder if ours overlap. No, they don't. I'm gonna say that right now. Okay. Number one, David Duchovny, Judas on a Pole. We're going to talk about that later. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Number two, Caleb Deschanel, The Glowing Bones in the Old Stone House. Okay. Number three, Kate Woods, Woman in the Sand. Interesting. Yes, what are yours? They did not. Yeah, we did not overlap. No, you're yours. Mine is Craig Ross Jr. Oh. He directed Aliens in a Spaceship yes. and Bodies of in the Book. Of course. He was my fave. Yes, he was amazing. I thought he nailed both of those no. episodes. Those are my like top two. They're great. Mine so are totally novel. Anyway. They're all novel. No, they're we're great. We're not allowed to talk. But about except it? we're going to talk about the David Duchovny. Why do you call no, him talk. David Duchovny? It's David Duchovny. Duchovny. Okay, whatever his name is, I didn't like that episode. <laughs> that famous guy from X Files, whatever his it name is. It was the way David Boreanis was directed by David Duchovny that was the most like telling that was interesting like how they how he directed him, yeah i thought i don't know what we're going to totally talk about agree. later so i'm just gonna let it go and then we'll talk about it oh later. we're gonna talk about it later <laughs> <laughs> okay next on the list well because oh, well what? no i can't say don't anything say otherwise anything. it will spoil Stop it spoiling. okay anyway okay right. okay okay what was the cringiest angela and hodgins moment for you uh, when he cornered her to ask her out on a date. 
that was your worst <laughs> it wasn't the fact that they for me it was in the season finale hands down yeah. when they find out that they can't get married because she's already married i'm like this is brutal Insane. like what kind of relationship do you have that you don't know that about someone else you think the close second was when Angela turned down Hodgins' proposal in that restaurant and was like, it just, you know, I, I got to get like the right feeling. <laughs> I was like, oh, Hodgins, you thing. So, anyway. Any others? Yeah, why did we not talk about the Egyptian the Cleopatra sex bed sex in the basement? Or the fact yeah. they had sex in the supply closet? <laughs> or when he smelled her hair? Or. <laughs> Or, or we, we really left or, this. So, for our listeners, um, Kelly came up with most of the questions tonight, but this was one that I came up with, and I have regrets <laughs> because Kelly has way more than one moment. What do you think? Like, as if I'm not going to think of all this shit, or the, the fact that he cornered her to t- ask her on a date, and then when he took her on a date, he cornered her and k- forced her to kiss him because she she had nowhere else to go. And he cornered and beat her down until she finally gave in and a- accepted his proposal with 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 glow in the dark seafood. I'm creating a monster. I, it's just the whole <laughs> thing is bad. I need to talk to TJ Tyne. I need to know. Oh my god. Hi. <laughs> okay, so do you want to talk about an actual good relationship then? We could talk about booth and bones okay. <laughs> okay do you want to talk about the scene with the most sexual tension between okay. them <laughs> i have three three i have two i'm gonna tell you what they are i have a feeling ours are gonna overlap tell you. do you want to go first or do you want me to go first you go first okay number yes. one was in judas on a pole yes. They're standing in front of the royal diner and he places his finger underneath her chin when she's like, oh, you know, maybe I'm just one of those people that doesn't get to be in a family. And he's like, listen, Bones, there's more than one kind of family. Let's kiss, but not kiss because we shouldn't kiss. I added that last part. (laughs) Wow, Brittany. And then... A nice follow-up to that. So that was episode 11. And then 10 episodes yeah. later, in the glowing old stone yeah. house, even though it's like a nice, cute, like, friendship moment, it's also like, in my opinion, a little sexual tension moment when they're eating dinner together at her apartment. Oh, yeah. She specifically made him mac wow. and cheese. Very family-ish. Yes. Those are my two moments. What are yours? Judas on a pole. When he touches her chin, like okay. it's like he's like gonna mac down on her face when he does that. Like when oh, he yeah. touched her I chin, was like, I was like, I could feel it. Like I could feel it. Like Ugh. all the way through my bones. <laughs> Seriously, I'm it's cry. so laughing so hard. Like it's hot, right? And then. It was definitely, it was a moment. I have a question for you now. Headless witch in the woods. When okay. Booth has to arrest the crazy she's having dinner with because he cut his brother's head off with a fucking axe <laughs> or an axe or whatever. 
She's in her office. She's lamenting over the fact that she's just going to be alone forever, right? And he tells her to give him a hug. And she's like, oh, no, we can't, blah, blah, blah. This is when I was watching them hug again, because I've seen this hug a few times. I was like, because the Las Vegas episode happened before the Headless Witch in the Woods episode. And I thought, like, what if they slept together in Las Vegas? And now they're trying to establish boundaries again. So she was like, because he was acting weird when she was going to go for coffee with the guy. And then she kind of said, yeah. you know, we're, we're partners, we're work partners. We have the, we're not intimate friends, you know, like that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to take away the question that I had for you in my oh, quiz. Okay. You were going to tell me who said, Hey, you're my partner. It's a guy, it's hug. A guy hug. Take it. Yeah. 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 Guy <laughs> hug. Delete. But it wasn't a guy hug <laughs> because his face. It was definitely not a guy face hug. at the end of that. Like, I, I think I put a video of it on our Instagram. Because oh, yeah. he was so. It was such a, it was actually such a sweet like moment. Just, like, like, he cared so much sunk about her. into each other. It was like, oh, my God. And the third one, yeah. sorry, the third one. You're right. The mac and cheese one was good. Wasn't sexy, but it was, like, nice and friends. Like, it was no. nice. Um, the very yeah. last episode, the finale, where he t- tells her, looks her in the eye across the table at the Royal and says, you're not a bad anything. Like, he tells her, because she's yeah. saying how she's a bad daughter, she's not a good person. He's like, no, 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 no. You're not bad anything. I was just like, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, so nice. <laughs> so those are my three. There was also... There's also a scene, Mm -hmm. and I can't remember which episode it's in, where he looks at her and he's like, I think it was in a girl with the curl, because she was like, I don't understand why people feel the need to like dress themselves like this or whatever. And he's like, well, if like a woman looks like you, (laughs) basically saying like, you're hot. And she's like, oh, yeah, I get, yeah, you have a nice yeah. face too or the one where was that the same one where cam walked out of the lab and he was gonna go chase after her but then he decided to stay yes and have time yes food? he was like oh i have an appointment or something and she was like oh what about your appointment he was like oh no it's yeah, fine so they had thai food and they were talking really close to each other like yeah oh, don't eat all the shrimp blah, blah, blah. like they were being yeah really exactly weird. Yeah, they were eating donuts together. They had too. a great time at the beauty pageant, and they were having so much fun hanging out. Oh, that they just wanted to keep it going, and I'm I'm so excited for season three. We'll see where this relationship yes, goes. I'm interested. Time will tell. <laughs> but Max Keenan, should Max uh, Keenan stay or should he God. go? I really should he should stay he or go should now? he go now? Um. Well, I turned on him at the end, right? Yeah. I really turned on Max. I thought he was a deadbeat. A deadbeat dad. Seriously. Like, why couldn't we send money to some account and, like, I don't know. Brutal. She had to live in a foster foster home. I have a perspective on him that's, like... I like him as a character, 
because I think he creates an interesting dynamic between Booth and Brennan. Like he's a good character. I agree. But if I had a friend in real life that had a dad like this, I would be like, get the hell away from him. Stop talking to him. Why are you interacting with him? Like not a, not a good person for Brennan, but as like a character, a tool for her character development. Great tool. Well, the issue is that anyway. Max just shows up whenever Max wants to show up. Like, it's yeah. not like Brennan exactly. has control over even when he shows up at her fucking house. So, no, it's exactly. a very destabilizing kind of, like, uh, it's not a good dynamic between... At the end of the day, I'm just very not into this whole Max situation. Now, now that he's in jail, I assume... Yeah. We'll see. Because he got arrested at the end of the season. Yeah. In that hilarious yeah. fight that I should have really put a video of because it was funny <laughs> as hell. But anyway. Can I still do that? Yeah, I can. I can still do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that fight was so do funny it. to me. Anyway, um, should he stay or should he go? He can't go. I mean, we're not done with him yet, right? Like, his storyline is still very much alive. He's just in jail. Are we going to see maybe... I can can imagine, and don't give me... Don't tell me what happens, but I feel like he will be... The FBI will use him as, like, a consultant. While he's in jail, he can be used to help them with information or... Help them with cases, maybe. I don't know. Like, maybe he knows some guys in a particular case and he can give help to the FBI for certain things. I don't know. Like, I can see him being used in that capacity. And then because Brian knows where he is, she can visit him and do all that, you know? Time will tell. You're so good at not telling. Find out. So funny. What do you think? My lips are sealed. I think, yeah, as a character, he's got to stick around, obviously. I think we have not seen the last of Max Keenan, but like I said, like it, if this were a real life situation, like, no, this guy's got to go. This is a toxic person, not good for Brennan, but because he's so not good for her, we're going to see what's going to happen and it'll be interesting. Want to play a game? Would you like to play a game? Would you like to play a game? I feel like these are too easy. I love games. (laughs) I love games. I play the games. I play the games. So we're going to play a game. I play the games. Play the game. Tell me the game. Give me a game. This is a game of said it. Of what? Who said it? Who said it? I'm not going to tell. Okay, so there's no, I did not include any dialogue from people who are not main characters. Okay. So you don't have to guess some random person like Oliver or even Gordon Gordon. Even though I probably could. So even though you could, (laughs) I have no (laughs) doubt. We're going to start easy. Okay. We're going to start out nice and easy. And then we're going to (laughs) go rough. Well, then we're going to keep it pretty easy. Well, I think we'll see. (laughs) Primary keep on burning, rolling. Okay. If you lose Brennan, you lose us all. 
Angela. <laughs> okay, this is good. I thought maybe they'd be well, too easy, but they're the not because thing. I'm giving you he no context. I know. <laughs> okay, so this was in episode three, Boy in the yes. Shroud. And this was Angela saying it to Cam. Yes. Because Cam was coming at her being like, yo, this Brennan lady. Okay, number two. My uncle Preston wants to be buried standing up without a casket. Hodgins! <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> so that was in episode four, the blonde in the game. They were talking about how the, the victim was buried face mm-hmm. down. Okay. okay. I miss normal. I miss normal people. Oh. Okay. I think <laughs> I'm not sure. Cam. Booth. Oh. Because episode seven, girl with the curl. Brennan is saying, I miss organic chemistry class. Those were good times. And Zach is like, I miss my first microscope. <laughs> and Booth is like, I miss normal people. <laughs> That's great. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Question number four. I'm not winning. I don't have much in common. Pardon? I'm not winning. That's okay. You'll be a winner. You're always a winner. You already you already Aww. are a winner. My son, my son can count to ten, but he doesn't count, but he doesn't say the number one. So we just tell him that it's because he's number one. He starts with two. <laughs> oh boy. I don't know if that's good or bad, Britt. <laughs> we're working on it. We got it. We're, we're, we're yeah, I have we're a seat on, on my shoulder. <laughs> oh no, it's not a bug bite. No, it's, it's a, don't you hate random blemishes? Those hurt when there's like places other than your face always hurt. I had one here. Okay. Like here right we go. here last week. Oh. Yeah, that's painful. I find. Go on. Okay. Um, I don't have much in common with a 10-year-old. And although I don't know what a twit is, objectively, I am thin and do lack muscular definition. Come on. It's obviously Zach. (laughs) It is Zach in episode eight, The Woman in the Sand. (laughs) Hodgins says, what if I called you a scrawny twit who couldn't hold a conversation with a (laughs) 10-year-old? And then he says that, and Hodgins is like, dude, you're a Vulcan and a dull Vulcan at that. He's trying to get him all riled up so he can hit him. Literally, because he's never hit I was anyone. Literally, just listening to that our episode today of that because I was trying to binge our episodes, like to listen, like to yeah. hear clues. But um, that was what I heard today. Yeah, that was funny. That was. We definitely talked about that because we thought it was hilarious. So he was trying funny. to force him to like so fight funny. him. Okay, um, mm, I don't know. Putting testicles on the outside didn't seem Angela. like such a great idea. <laughs> Indeed. This is episode nine, Aliens in a Spaceship. Booth was saying, talking about God the grave digger and saying the grave digger is not yeah. God. Yeah. Bones, because God doesn't make mistakes. Exactly. And when Angela says that, Booth is like, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. It's funny. Yes, that was not Angela's a good move. Was funny okay. in those first few episodes, like in Boy in a Shroud. She's like, "Hey guys, I want to see something cool," and then she'd be like, <laughs> "Oh yeah." She was funny. Like, what? What was the one where she was making all those jokes and Cam got mad at her? 
she's making so many jokes. I don't know. Maybe Pam's that like, this was is a person. This is a real thing. Blah blah blah. And she's like, oh, okay, whatever. She's like, oh, it's episode. The th- wasn't it the episode? It was the boneless bride episode, no, wasn't it? I think it was the one with Larry the electrician because she was ex- excited about the oh, oh yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You're 100 right. Okay. <clears throat> If you haven't figured out the stun gun, then I am this week's king of the oh. lab because I found something huge. That's Hodges. Yes. Yes. In Aliens in the Spaceship. Yes. I wanted to have this as a question because this was our first mention of the concept of right. king of the lab, which becomes a huge thing in future seasons. So very exciting. Something to look forward to. Go ahead. I was just thought of something. Go. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um. How am I doing? Ahem. Why do I always feel like you're abducting me? You're doing great. Oh. Why do I always feel like you're abducting me? That's the one where Zach was getting his dissert, doing his dissertation, and it's what the hell is that one where? You're nailing but it. That is the right, right episode. episode. I'm trying to remember. He's like manhandling her the whole time. And it's called. Judas. It is Judas on a pole. I wanted to say Judas on a pole. I did, but I wasn't sure. I thought I was wrong. Judas. It's Judas on a pole. Don't give me hints. Yes, you're right. Judas no on a pole. Dr. Temperance Brennan. Yes. It was Brennan that said, why do I always feel like you're abducting me? Sorry, it's Brennan who said then that. Apologies. Another person yeah. said, "No, no, that's good." You well, you said her. I knew yes. what you were talking about. I read a book on body language. Apparently, in our culture, when an older male lays an open fist on a younger male, it conveys approval. But if he bumps younger male with a closed fist, it conveys doubt. Same episode, Zach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I could have skipped that one. It's okay. Ask away. Okay. I love it. <clears throat> oh my god. That thing is huge. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. That's like movie huge. Angela, talking about Brennan's gun in Man in the Cell. Yes. It nailed it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then they end up talking about Ruth's penis. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. Um, feminist trash. You know, women finds her power, leaves her oppressive husband, discovers freedom and fulfillment with an artist. Who knows how to cry and make love like an animal? That's Cam talking about romance novels that she reads, and that one is I can't remember the episode right now, but she's talking to Hodgins. Yeah, talking to Hodgins in Bodies, Bodies in, the, in book. the Book. It was about episode books because she wasn't gonna read Brennan's book. That's right. Yeah, she's like, Oh, am I the only one who hasn't read Listen, this book? I have Awkward. so much respect for Cam for not reading that book. I truly do. Yeah, everyone else is yeah, all over it. Cam's like, Meh. also, at the time, was she boning Booth? Because uh, I feel like, would you want to read a book that you know is dedicated no. to? The no, guy you're Cam's got with? it figured out. She's got it figured out. She doesn't want anything to do She's with it. She's got it figured out. Okay. okay. I have three to go. Are you one of those priests who smack school children with rulers? 
<laughs> I worked hard on these. <laughs> Zach in uh, Priest in the Churchyard. Yes, exactly. And the, and the father's like, that's not that's not allowed anymore. And he's like so disappointed. <laughs> the priest in the churchyard, uh, like you said, episode wow. 17. Okay, okay, two more to go. Pluto's no longer a planet. It was demoted. That's Brennan in uh, Spaceman in a Crater. Right episode, ah, wrong person. It was Hodgins. Hodgins. Hodgins was talking with Booth and talking about how the, a telescope was pointed up at the planet Pluto. And Hodgins is like, dude. Yeah, he's one Pluto's of those no assholes who says, actually, actually, Pluto was demoted. Pluto's not a planet. <laughs> okay, final okay. question. It's a doozy. Okay. I would like to marry you. Brennan. No. Yes, you got it. Damn it. Good stargazer (laughs) in a puddle. I thought he tricked her. Yes, I thought it was a trick trick question. Saying it. (laughs) And I tried to trick you. No, I didn't. I think you nailed it. You did really well. Well, you did well. Thank you for those questions. That was really fun. (laughs) It was a little summary of some of the most interesting moments of season two. When do we get to talk about (laughs) our fave? The David Duchovny episode. Oh, it's coming. Do you want to start with the worst episode or the best yeah, episode? Yeah, start with worst. It's better to end on a positive note. Okay, let's talk about the David Duchovny episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was my least wow. favorite episode. I put it as the worst episode. Judas wow. on a poll. And honestly, I think I'm biased. Like, I think I have a bit of bias here because Max Keenan comes. I know crazy (laughs) Max Keenan comes back. I think this episode was just infuriating for me because it was so obvious strolls to the cemetery. Is that the one where he walks up to Brennan? Yeah. (laughs) This is the one where he pretends. No, this is the one where he pretends to be a priest. Oh yeah. And it's so obvious that it's him the whole time. And I'm like, do something, keep talking. Come on. So, anyway, I just was getting very frustrated by this episode. Perhaps I would not have known because I think this actually is the first time we're meeting him. Um, so perhaps I would not have known that that's what he looks like. Are you taking (laughs) your bra off right now? (laughs) Kelly is (laughs) trying to take her bra off and it's not working well at all. She got it. Everything's fine. Everything is fine. All good. <laughs> I didn't realize we were. This was like going to be a stripping episode at the same time. I'm dying. Okay. <laughs> Judas on the pole. How many do you have as your worst episodes? So for. I only oh. put one. Top one. <laughs> okay. Number one. I have. Worst six. episode. Top number six. worst. <laughs> oh, six. Jeez. That's like. A- more than that's like more than a third of the episode or that's less than a third I mean. of the episodes more okay. than exactly. a quarter okay 
Was Judas on a pole in your yes, worst? Yes, it's one of them. But it's five okay. or six. Okay. Because of how convoluted it was and because of the whole Max Keenan father, like how could she not know that it was her father the whole time? And also something else happened. Anyway, regardless, I didn't like that as much, but I liked it for other reasons too. My worst, number one okay. worst episode was Mother and Child in the Bay because oh. it was so depressing. I just thought it was, this is terrible. It was so messed up. And that was episode number two, wasn't it? It was so it was messed so up. so messed up. You're right. That was, that should be in it the top really worst bad. episodes. I agree. So bad. And the second one I, was Man I in the Mansion. <laughs> because. <laughs> but that's only because it's a Hodgins-centered oh, episode. So you hate bad. him. Just the way he lied, the <laughs> the relationship with that woman, the the weird lady that lived in the house where the dead body was, the it was just like, oh my god. Anyway, and the guy with the fur coat, the muskrat collar. Anyway, I just thought it was really bad. Spaceman in a crater. That was really dumb. You they didn't were like that having one? fun when they did the zero gravity thing, but I thought the whole thing was like, wow. Like the conclusion of it, the fact that the wife pushed him into the propellers and the guy tossed him out of an airplane. I thought it was just a really extreme way to handle the situation, like, and go to jail for it. I just thought like, really? Yeah. Like call 911. Okay. Next. Okay, sorry. Stargazer in a puddle was number four for me. I want to know. I thought yeah. that was so tragic. The mother's life was a tragedy. The child's life was a so tragedy. Depressing. It was just terrible. And like, and then also because it was a finale, fucking Brennan was put through the ringer. Like the trauma. Talk about trauma. Jesus. The ring, the video, the all that crap that Max just like put her through. I just thought, wow, this is terrible. Anyway. <clears throat> Judas on a pole. Yeah. And then my last episode that I didn't like was Glowing Bones in the Old Stone House, mostly because of the kitchen. Mostly because of the kitchen. <laughs> I was like so mad about that kitchen. <laughs> You're like, this is not realistic. <laughs> it's dumbest kitchen. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Do you want to talk about best? Yes. I liked your list of worst. <laughs> How many did you have on best? <laughs> best? Okay, I only have one, but I can talk about okay. more. The best episode, and I think that maybe we're in agreement, would be Aliens in a I Spaceship. Everybody in the whole planet agrees. Yes. That. I think it's in a in the top 20 of all Bones episodes 100%. ever. Every list you look at, that is on it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's iconic. It's amazing. It marks a huge turning point in Booth and Brennan's relationship. Introduction of the Gravedigger. Lots of things going on. Hodgins' character becomes more interesting. Why do you like it? 
Tell me more. It was just a, I feel like you had a more tour de force. Tour de force. Like, PJ Tyne and Emily Deschanel did such a great job. Like, they were amazing. I, and we were really dazzled by the yeah. science of it all. Like, how they managed to sort of be very pragmatic and scientific about their approach to getting out of the uh, the car. And it was just like, it was really good. It was just amazing. And I loved everybody. All the characters were great. They were all great. And, Agreed. um, well, yeah, like I said, the, the, we TJ, agree on of course we do. <laughs> <laughs> What's another episode that you liked? I really like the, what's it called? The, the book one. Oh, really? You like the, the book one? Bodies eh? in the book? I love that episode. I thought that was really cool. Um, know. The end of it obviously was sad because that was an episode that we really see Booth's true feelings toward Brennan is when he sees Sully and Brennan like reconciling and kissing at the end of the episode. Then he is like walking away looking so sad. But Did they reconcile on that one? Yeah, no, I thought it was. Oh, yeah, because he was trying to like protect her. I think her. so. That's right. She was incensed. Yeah. But then the next episode, he's I gone. I didn't so. really like that one so much. Because I thought Sully was a... Oh, I couldn't stand him. He was so... In, I didn't like him in okay. that episode. So. What's your second? How many do I you have in your top? My first one is Aliens in a Spaceship. My second one is Man yeah. in the Cell. My third one, Blonde in the Game. Fourth, Woman in the Sand. Okay. And fifth, Boneless Bride okay. in the River. Now. Woman in the Sand was a fan... That was a really was good such- episode. That was such a good episode. Bottle episode. Yeah. And did I talk about? Yeah, I I said the director of that one. I really liked how that was directed. It was really interesting what she did. It was very cool. And when are we going to talk about Judas on a Pole being directed by David Duchovny? I already did. It was directed by. I said it was the episode. Yeah, but it was directed by David Duchovny. (laughs) And I agree. It was not good. The plot was convoluted. The whole Max situation was stupid. But I loved how David Duchovny made David Boreanaz so cool in that episode. <laughs> we did talk about that when we talked when we talked about the episode. We did talk about his directing choices. How the directing was pretty good, but the story was so garbage. It was absolute garbage. Now, I have one more thing yes. to ask you. And I want to okay. make this a regular thing every episode. But right now, I want to ask you the king of, who is the king of the lab for the whole season? For whatever reason. For the and whole it doesn't season. have to be necessarily a lab person. It could be your favorite character, your favorite, like whatever, your most thing. Okay. I have someone. Who's your king of the lab? Cam. Okay. King of the lab. She came into this new environment. She started off, in my opinion, not great. Then she adapted and she found her way. People respect her now. She does a fantastic job. She oversees Brennan without like overstepping. Like they have a really nice Mm -hmm. dynamic now. I just, I love that character. I think she's fantastic. I can't wait to see how her character continues to develop. All right. Who's your king I'm of the lab? I'm just going to, this was just an off the cuff thing that I threw out there. So I didn't really think about it, 
But I have like, I think I agree with you. Cam should win like the King of the Lab award for the year, for the season. Yeah. And I want us to have one every episode. We want I want to have a person who's a king of the lab, and it doesn't have to be someone who's actually in the lab. And I want to say my honorable mention for King of the Lab is Heath Freeman, who played Howard Epps, because he was a great, like, what an amazing recurring sort of big bad that kept coming back. He was amazing. Yeah. I'm sad that he's literally no longer with us. Like Heath Freeman left, you know, he passed away, but Howard Epps also did. And it's just like, I just want to have an honorable mention and a rest in peace again to our friend Heath Freeman. I hope he's having a good time wherever he is. He, he died recently, didn't he? Yeah, pretty recently. And I think that he, there were some issues there, you know? Yeah, that's really sad. I think he was he was pretty yes. young. He was only like forty he when he died. Very, very young. So I agree. That's very tragic, and he, we lost yeah. him too soon, for sure. For sure. Okay. Okay. I think we're in total agreement about the king Excellent. of the lab. All right. Now we're gonna move Shall forward. We... Yes. I'm just gonna throw this out there to our listeners. We have a listener uh, named uh, Kristen Maloney. On She messages us on Instagram. And she is an amazingly loyal and active person who participates on Instagram. And I'm very grateful to have her on board and sharing all of her thoughts. But I need people to follow in her footsteps. I need people to get on board the Kristen Maloney train and start writing us some messages. I don't care if you... Tell us that you don't like the sound of my voice. I just need you to say something. Just tell me (laughs) anything. I'll take it. I can handle it. So right now we have this uh, one individual who contributed to her, shared her favorites with us or their favorites with us for season two. And do you have it? Did you bring it up on your Instagram or do you want me to do that? I'm that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just bringing it up. All right. I think that she and I and you are going to agree on some things. I think you and Kristen are more in line with each other in your thoughts and feelings about Hodgins and Angela, especially. I was just about to say, because she doesn't hate Uh, Angela and Hodgins. Please (laughs) save me. My God. Anyway, what does our listener have to say? She had aliens in a spaceship as one of her favorite episodes, watching what and and Hodgins had gone through yes. gone through. And she also thought that choking the dude out was super hot. I agree. Completely agree with you, Kristen. Yes. Excellent point. She also liked women in the sand, which was one of your top yes. ones as well. She agreed with us that Tony and Roxy are looking yes, hot as hell together. Yes. Mainly Tony looking super sexy when he boxed. And Roxy running over to hug yes. Tony. Also agree. I love those personas. Like those. Uh, I just it sorry. I just shocking. love that. I hope they shocking. bring that back. 
Oh, as if they're not going to go undercover and do shit like that and wear costumes. Of course they're going to do that. Of course they're going to do that. For fun. 100%. Um, Do you want to carry on or do you want to keep going? Kristen goes on to share that she enjoyed, uh, or she said, Boy in the Shroud uh, made her cry. The ending made her cry. Like the image of Brennan standing there with Kelly. You're having to uh, watch your brother being taken away and Brennan obviously relating to Kelly having gone through the foster system. It's just really, really sad. But then Bone saying to Cam, and this is why I got that question wrong earlier, because he says a similar thing that Angela said. Because Bone, yeah. uh, Booth says to Cam, apologies, that he, I'm with Bone's Cam all the way. Don't doubt it for a second. That's like a really amazing thing yeah. that he said. And then Blonde in the game, she mentioned this pig situation. Why? I still am very confused about why that conversation happened at all. Like, when did they talk about her having a pet pig? I don't know. I know that he gives her that little pig thing, like the little pig. But I don't know. I found it kind of weird, especially since the person who who murdered her mother was a pig farmer. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why they, they've had this ongoing conversation off screen that we're not maybe. privy to, but him giving her this pet yeah. pig, like this little toy, and then trying to make her feel better about having, you know, taken someone's life in the moment is another thing that yeah. Kristen really liked. Well, what's another one? Oh, God, this is great. She loved the pageant episode, Girl yes. with a Curl. Because Booth is supposed to be dating Cam, but instead he is, all caps, hot, hunky man, (laughs) is flirting with his gorgeous partner and chooses to stay and order Thai food rather than go with Cam for that night. Which, if a guy does that to you, people, listeners, like, no, that is a red flag. (laughs) So, instead of... Anyway, what no, do you I mean? I, from I Cam's that, perspective, though. like break it off. Yeah, from Cam's yeah, yeah, perspective, yeah, yeah, break it off. I agree. Like, no, he's into someone else. And then, of course, <laughs> a lot of the things then, that we already talked about. She, yes. the guy, the the bro hug at the end of the headless witch in the woods. Uh, the one at the end of uh, was it Judas on a pole where he touches her chin and says there's more than one kind of family. And then there's that other thing he says, and she writes it in here. Everything happens eventually, and that was was that the woman solely drove away on his boat. Yeah, I think so. And he's saying, "Don't worry, everything happens eventually." And walking away, like when it when it's down meant to the happen. dock, and he's got his arm around her, and they yeah. go for breakfast. And he says, "It's okay, everything happens eventually." Yeah. yeah, that was pretty wild. That's insane. If I'm Sully, I'm looking back at that. I'm going, "Okay, yeah, probably shouldn't have named my boat Temperance." I think she had one foot out the door the whole time we were dating. Maybe. <laughs> They're like canoodling on the way back, leaving Sully sailing away. She, what else is she um, here? What's this weird back thing? Cri- I'm not sure, but Kristen really loved when they were astronauts, which we talked yeah. about as well. A lot of the yeah. things that we like, exactly. Kristen also likes. So we appreciate that. Thanks yes. for reaching out, Kristen. Um, okay, I guess I have to say this one because you won't be able to stomach it, but Hodgins. 
um, and the shrimp proposal that Angela did for him. For him. <laughs> it was fantastic. Well, Angela is the one who proposed, but he was trying to do the shrimp anyway. Yes. But it was super cute. So cute. Um, and then Booth in Brennan's apartment and cooking yes. mac and cheese, which yes. I had mentioned as a standout moment. Kristen agreed with that. And obviously them standing at the altar and the hug that prevented Angela from coming to the altar, which was hilarious when she is trying to get married and they're just hugging about her father yes. being arrested. Yes. <laughs> it was that moment was so very weird anyway. to me, but I mean, everybody loves that moment. And I'm like, I think it's very strange, like that they're insinuating all this stuff about Booth and Brennan in this moment. I just thought it was very sort of thrown in. But she also mentioned, remember when they were sitting at oh, the yeah. Royal Diner singing at each other, that song that we were trying to find? <laughs> yeah. Keep on trying. Yes. That song. Yeah. Yeah. From her uh, from her father and that her was weird. past. But yes. Sorry, Christy. I'm a curmudgeon. <laughs> oh my god you're so far away now what's going oh. on yeah yeah my it says my battery oh saver my. is on now i didn't Why, plug my Brittany. computer in well what Oops. do you think i think that well that's lucky then we're at the end of our show we're at the anyway, end thank you everybody for listening you can feel free to message us we read all our messages i can read all your emails feel free to send us messages we'd love to hear from you you can also rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple. We're also on YouTube, so check us out there. Every little bit helps. I'm also going to plug our Instagram. The Squidcast Instagram is pretty great. I curate it myself. I do all this stuff myself. It is awesome. Go and take a look <laughs> at all this content that Kelly creates that makes me laugh my butt off. Some of the stuff is so, makes me laugh too. Like I love looking back at it and just like laughing about all the stupid stuff that we bring up. It's really, really hilarious. So yeah, check us out on all those platforms. We really appreciate everyone listening. I'm excited about season three. I'm glad season two is over. I felt like it was sort of long and interminable and not very good. And just like, oh my God, it felt so long. It felt so long. It did drag on a bit. We've already started watching season three and we can tell you it's very exciting. So something to look I'll forward tell you, to. We have started watching season three <laughs> and it's super, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's splashy. I feel like it's, it's splashy. Engaging. It's a little <laughs> bit, they got some money. Yeah. They have some like brighter lights. They're got better makeup and they're doing all kinds of things so it's really really fun and it's fun to do this with you Brittany. i had so much fun you as well it's awesome we're getting to know each other over these last couple of years doing yeah. the podcast it's yes. very exciting we're almost friends and we like to agree we're, to disagree we're decided we almost <laughs> we are friends to be friends now I already asked you for your I friendship. Know, I'm just teasing you, of course. I'm I'm ready, willing, and able. I'm actually oh, a pretty you. good friend. I'm a <laughs> Fantastic. pretty good friend. Very good friend. She's a very good friend. 
She brought me food when I had just had my baby and I will never forget that. First of all, the food was delicious. And second of yes, all, she brought well, it. You can and always that was very awesome. me to bring food. It's <laughs> guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> all right. Well, oh, on man. that note, I hope you'll join us for our recaps of season three, which are coming up. And I'm so glad to be going on this journey with you all. And I appreciate your listening to this episode of Squintcast. Squintcast. See you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Squintcast with me, Kelly Booth, and my and your new friend, Brittany Elsner. The Bones theme is performed by The Crystal Method. They can be found on Instagram and YouTube at The Crystal Method and at thecrystalmethod.com. Intro and outro music is by Twisterium at Pixabay. Cover art was done by Irena Dolenz Stajan. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Squintcast. Email us at squintcastpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me at fab underscore empire underscore on Instagram and TikTok. Brittany is at Brittany81523 on Instagram. See you next time.